0: The Minnesota Wild storybook season unfortunately comes to an end as the Blues win in Game 6 to take their series against the Minnesota Wild four games to two. Our Locked on Wild postcast recapping all of the action starts right now. You're Locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome into yet another Locked on Wild postcast as the Minnesota Wild unfortunately come up on the wrong end of a 5-1 to one score in game 6 of their series against the St. Louis Blues and the Blues win the series 4 games to 2. Our Locked on Wild postcast is brought to you by Bilt Bar and with summer right around the corner Built Bar is here to give you a great go-to snack for your on-the-go summer. And Just in, if you haven't tried their puffs yet, the Bilt Bar birthday cake puffs are here, and you can make every day your birthday with the delicious taste, all covered in 100% white chocolate with added sprinkles. These Bilt Bar cake puffs have 150 calories, 16 grams of protein, and just 9 grams of sugar with this limited time flavor. So if you're looking for a healthy way to get flavor and variety into your day, the Puffs, birthday cake Puffs, are the right way to go. And you can get them for a limited time by going to built.com using the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Seth Topal joined by Kevin Gorg, and Kevin, the Wilds needed to win Game 5, and we saw the team uh, jump out of the gate with uh, with some some life, some energy. But as we saw in uh, games four and five, the uh, the St. Louis Blues matched it and uh, they took it. And you know, hats off first off to the St. Louis Blues team. They were a tough out um, and just showed it here uh, throughout this series.
1: Yeah, you got to tip your hat to St. Louis. They uh, they were the better team. They they made. Uh, The big plays at the right moment, they were more disciplined. They were better on special teams. We knew coming into this series, there wasn't a lot of room for error. We talked about it way back at the uh, tail end of the regular season. And, you know, part of it is got to be disappointed in the way the Wild played and some of the mistakes they made. But part of it is they got beat by a quality team. And you knew it was going to be tough going in. And you needed your absolute very best to win this series if you're Minnesota. You needed your A game. Uh, throughout most of the series, and you probably didn't get that more than maybe a couple of games of the series. And in the end, it's another learning experience. It's another step along the way. But for Wild fans, it's another first-round exit, so I know they're disappointed, and I and I get that.
0: Uh, we saw Cam Talbot get the start, and it, it came down to some of the same things that, uh, that fans are pointing to with Marc-Andre Fleury. Uh, there were a couple of goals that were tapped in due to uh, some rebounds that, uh, that popped out right to St. Louis players. Um, so not, not fair necessarily to point all of that to Talbot, but um, just just a tough situation because it felt like momentum was just continuing to swing to the Blues, and um, despite the Wild throwing everything they had, it just, it just felt like the Blues were uh, were able to answer everything that the Wild threw in terms of changes here in this game.
1: Yeah, the Blues, you know, they were able to take advantage of some big momentum shifts in certain games. And I look back at the tying goal in game five after the Wild had pretty much gotten control in that middle frame of that game. Had a 2-1 lead, were getting good looks. It felt like if Minnesota got the next goal, they were off to the races. St. Louis gets that tip in late in the period. It flipped the script, and the rest was history. Same thing tonight. Wild come out first period everything you hoped for. The four check is there. They're cycling the puck shift after shift. They're using their depth line after line is, is getting in there and getting momentum. And Letty comes down on a one on four. And I get it. Cam Talbot threw himself on the sword after the game and said, I don't care if I was screened or it was tipped, which it was that's that shots from distance. I have to make the stop. And I don't disagree with Cam on that. But Dean Evison doubled down and made a pretty good point in his presser here before I left the rink. And he said, listen, Cam Talbot can say whatever he wants. Our guys don't ever make that mistake. It's a one-on-four. We're an aggressive, in-your-face team, and we didn't do that there. And it was a huge goal because that gave St. Louis everything they needed. The crowd was into the game. They had the momentum. They're feeling good. Even though they had been outplayed, they looked like a nervous hockey team for the first 15 minutes of that period. They escaped with a one nothing lead. And I thought Minnesota from that point on did not handle – that middle frame very well, and then some of that frustration turned into penalties, which turned into a couple power play goals.
0: Uh, One of the things that's going to be overshadowed by this series, and it's something that I think is going to give a lot of fans hope going forward, we saw Kirill Kaprizov almost set the Wild single postseason record for goals in one series, and we saw the moments from him uh, in Game 5 where he uh, had a couple of power play goals himself to try to single-handedly give the team a win. Ultimately, it came down to just not getting enough of that secondary scoring around him. You had some guys that provided moments at points throughout the series, but there just wasn't that consistent second option to go to here in this series.
1: There wasn't, and what, what worked so well down the stretch when Minnesota locked up home ice... Was the fact that you had the one two punch. And, you know, for whatever reason, uh, Kevin Fiala could never really get it going in this series. I don't know if he's 100% healthy. I know he was trying, I know he was working. And from watching him and having private conversations with him at the rink, um, I know it really bothered him. Uh, But, you know, one person can't do it, and teams can take that one person out. St. Louis has a really good blue line, and if they have last change like they did tonight, they're going to make things really difficult on one guy. All that being said, uh, the record-setting season that it was for Caprice High, we did that in-game hit tonight on those playoff goals for one season. The two guys that were up there under Marion Gabrick, and again, Gabrick was on that team that went to the conference final, West Walls, Andrew Burnett, all those guys had these multiple series, and here this kid is, and when the Wild down the road make a run to a conference final or a cup, just think about the numbers this kid can put up. Ryan Carter made the point at some point in the middle of the season about Stanley Cups, and he won one with the Anaheim Ducks. and he said superstars are interesting this way. Wherever they are, wherever they develop, Cups seem to follow. And so, you know, for Wild fans, they want it right now. We live in a world where we want everything right now. But when you have that guy and you have some of the young players in this system, like a Matt Boldy and a Marco Rossi, to name a couple, sooner or later you have to believe as a hockey fan that if this guy is as good as we think he is there will be a cup run at some point i believe it and i um i just look back and say you know it sucks that we lost tonight and the team isn't moving on to the second round but there isn't a night where i watched this team where i didn't enjoy watching the club and specifically watching number 97. he's the best player i've ever seen in a wild sweater and it's
0: not close. Yeah, it it's been a sensational season, and it's a shame that it ended this way. Because you know there there were so many good things that happened throughout this year that um, just kind of uh, now get pointed to with uh, with this first round exit. But we um, we've got plenty of off season things to discuss, and so to uh, wrap things up here, we'll uh, we'll look ahead to some of the uh, the big off season moves that are going to need to be addressed by Bill Guerin. Uh, but first, uh, one of our other sponsors for these Lockdown Wild postcasts is our partners at Bet Online. They continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. You can find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including the NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball, the Stanley Cup playoffs, plus fights, and even next season's NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information. From live betting to playoffs, esports, and more, so head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. You can find all of that at Bet Online, where the game starts. Minnesota Wild season comes to an end after a five-to-one loss in Game Six, and Seth Topol joined by Kevin Gorg. Kevin, some big questions heading into the offseason for this team. Obviously, we start to feel the uh, effects of the Zach Parise and Ryan Suter buyouts which is going to lead to less cap space for Bill Guerin to work with in the offseason. Thankfully, it looks like there are more than a few guys in the uh, the minors down in Iowa um, that uh, can give this team some, uh, some legitimate help starting next season.
1: I think uh, if you look at this game specifically, one of the players that you probably wouldn't think of right off the hop, but if you watched closely... Connor Dewar and some of his shifts. He's a guy you don't always think about, right, Seth? I mean, you think about the obvious ones. I mentioned Marco Rossi, Kalen Addison, some of these guys we've seen that are going to be up here. But now you look at a player like Connor Dewar. Uh, we saw some, some some real growth, I think, uh, in his hockey game. Brandon Duham had a solid season, uh, filled some big minutes, could drop the mitts, can do a lot of different things, plays with speed, uh, and so, yeah, Bill Garrett's got a lot of big questions to answer. And I think the, the elephant in the room is clearly uh, do you do you hold <laughs> or do you fold with uh, with Kevin Fiala and, and what that contract's going to look like. Then you look at Matt Dumba and his future. Uh, you, you balance out uh, a goaltender uh, like Jesper Walstead, uh, who's a name that Wild fans I think, know of. But uh, if you don't, you're going to want to take a peek at him. I think at some point uh, – you want to get him down to Iowa to give him that first taste of pro hockey here uh, in the States and, and let him start his progress. Then the goalie situation. Do you re-sign Fleury? Uh Cam Talbot has one year left on his contract. We just watched a press conference with him where he was asked point blank and he basically said, I love this group. I love where this team is going. I'm disappointed I didn't get to start until game six, but I want to be a part of this. So so many big off decisions and Yes, the next couple of years are going to be two of the toughest with the Suter and Parisi buyout numbers. But luckily, and I think Bill Guerin planned for this, you've got enough young talent now where these entry level deals look for a guy like Rossi. And some of these players I mentioned are going to make it a little easier. And now you're going to need these players like Matt Boldy to step in and develop. And, you know, Matt Boldy was one of the real bright spots of this season for sure.
0: Not the ending we wanted, but uh, a great season for the Wild nonetheless. And uh, so, plenty of offseason content to come here on Locked on Wild. So, we hope that you uh, listeners follow along with us uh, every step of the way. Uh, Kevin, can't thank you enough for all the time here with these postcasts throughout the end of the season into the postseason. Uh, we'll chat with you uh, sometime next week, get you on for a full episode to further recap everything we saw this season. Uh, but uh, until then, fans, make sure that you are sticking with Locked On Wild. Wherever you listen to your podcasts, we have new episodes all through the postseason coming Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Podcast Network.